Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling children and parents to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments both socially and politically that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday and we are dropping a thought piece this upcoming Sunday. So definitely be sure to meander over to the website and take a look at our online content. If it is the case that you're looking for listening alternatives, well, we're available on 10 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure and we've provided you access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post and of course if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going like comment and share this segment let's get into it Hello everyone and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week by week basis and this week our topic of discussion is mental health. Now as the description states, we're going to be talking about the benefits of pacing yourselves. Yes, a lot of you are really embracing this new year, new you movement and you're hitting the ground running but sometimes when you hit the ground running and you use up all of that energy and all of that excitement all at once, you run the risk of burning out. So I'd like to talk about the benefits of learning to pace ourselves and learning to approach goal setting and approach even the execution of accomplishing our goals with moderation. Yes, that is the point of this talk and let's jump right into it. I mean, I'm the first to say there's nothing quite like the feeling of a new beginning, of starting over, of going through the paces of starting on a new trajectory or accomplishing a new goal. In pursuit of the things that are really a point of focus, we feel energized, we feel exhilarated, we feel excited by the ways that we see that these tasks or these goals or these accomplishments are going to inform our sense of self 
betterment. And, and with that mix of emotions, you get this energy surge, you get this adrenaline that's really going to help fuel you forward. And it's great. There's no other feeling quite like feeling unstoppable and feeling invincible and feeling like you can actually take over the world and you can actually accomplish the goals that you set your mind to. And typically at the beginning, all of us feel these things. We feel this excitement and we have this self-belief that, you know, we can definitely attain and achieve the things that we have put forward. So, so what do we do with that energy? Typically, when we have that kind of energy, when that's the way that we're approaching something new, we go hard, we're all in, we hit the ground running and we're relentless in pursuit of the things that we know are going to inform our sense of growth and evolution. And while this is an excellent strategy for short-term goals, for things that we can accomplish in a rather short period of time, it's not exactly the best strategy for midterm and long-term goals, which is why we're having a conversation here. Because a lot of the goals that we set for ourselves as we embrace this new year, new you movement involve more midterm, long-term goals. And what you want to be mindful of is ensuring that that excitement and all of that energy and adrenaline you moderate its usage for as long as possible so that you're not dragging your feet by the time you can maybe see the finish line. When it is the case that you're approaching midterm and long-term goals, you wanna strategize before acting, you wanna strategize before execution, and you wanna position yourself so that you're moderating your energy, you're utilizing the skills of energy management so that you have the energy required to complete the goal in the time allotted or the time that it will take for that goal to get accomplished. I mean, you go all in and you, you know, you go full force right at out of the gate, then you're really setting yourself up to have a bumpy ride because it's just not sustainable to be high energy for extended periods of time. If you're a sprinter and you're running a sprint, yeah, use that high energy. But if you're a sprinter and you're running a longer race, then definitely you need to learn to slow down even if you could go faster because it's just better energy management that way. Because when it is the case that our energy stores become depleted in pursuit of the goals that we want, then we can feel depleted, we can feel disheartened, we can feel discouraged. And it's hard to regain and rebuild that momentum if we allow ourselves to get really far down that rabbit hole. So the best thing to do is to try to create a strategy, craft a strategy that prevents us from even meandering near that rabbit hole all together. So herein lies the point of our discussion today. We're going to talk about how we set ourselves up for success when accomplishing goals that will take longer periods of time by focusing on how we pace ourselves. So how we self-regulate, how we manage our energy accordingly. And when I say manage your energy accordingly, it means managing your energy realistically because typically goal planning, goal setting, and execution towards our goals doesn't happen in a vacuum. We're still required to be present and have energy left for day-to-day -day things for what sort of takes place in our lives all around us. So because we're still needed, because we are still, you know, required to go to work, because we're still required to be present for our families, for our 
friends because we still wear different hats throughout the day. We need to keep all of that in mind and pursue the goals that mean the most to us. In other words, we want to provide you with the skills or the tools in this quick tip video. I'm gonna give you three tips in order for you to incorporate a strategy that allows you to sustainably approach your goals in such a way where you're setting yourself up for success and accomplishing those objectives. And please remember, there is a huge difference between how much energy we feel we have and how much energy we actually have that we can put towards accomplishing the goals that we have in place and that we have in mind. Not to mention like the things that come up, like life happens. Life doesn't care that you have goals and you have a plan and you have a structure in place. Sometimes all of that gets kiboshed. So even that, we need to cultivate agility. We need to figure out a way to bounce back as quickly as is possible so that we can continue to pursue the things that ignite us and the things that we know are definitely going to fuel our evolution and fuel our growth and development. So that's enough of a preamble. Let me jump into my three tips. So my first tip, which I think I probably like mentioned here and there throughout this video, but it's moderation is key. And on any given day, even if you have a lot of energy to expend, reserve that energy. Better to plan for your worst days and plan for your best days. Better to assume that, you know, there might be something that takes place that might zap your energy. And how do you make a plan recognizing that your energy isn't exactly at the level that you want it to be. So for me, like I'm a pretty energetic person, I'm pretty high energy, but still my plans are fairly conservative on the energy management side. So I make plans that require the least amount of effort, but have the most amount of return on my investment of energy. I find that it's important that we learn different ways, different strategies in every facet of life to not work hard, but to work smart. And the best way that I found that enables me to work smart and not hard is to always craft a plan where I'm utilizing the minimal amount of energy that I need to accomplish the most towards any given objective on any given day. And it gets done and it gets done and I don't feel burnt out by the end of it. So even if someone kind of on the outside looking in is like, wow, like she doesn't stop. She's going to burn out. She's going to run out of fuel. I promise you, I am practicing moderation because it's been such a long time strategy to practice moderation. It enables me to get a lot done because I'm working smart. I'm never working hard. And that sounds like something that one should never say, especially if this is going on YouTube, but I'm accomplishing a lot in a very little bit of time because of the way that I approach the work that I do. And this is to do with fitness. This is to do with nutrition. This is to do with like actual productivity and work. This is to do with goals, even like shopping. I'm always thinking about how do I expend the least amount of energy, but get the biggest bang for my buck. And this is how we practice moderation. When I say moderation, I'm talking about making sure that you're conservative with the amount of energy that you're expending so that you have more energy left over for whatever, right? More energy left over for you, more energy left over for the relationships that you want to nourish, so on and so forth. It's important that when you set up a structure and we put a plan together, that you always plan 
things out so that you have energy left at the end of the day for whatever it is you want to put it towards. But the best way to know that you're not incorporating moderation is if by the end of the day, you're so tired that the only thing you want to do is zone out in front of a TV. If that sounds like you, if you like to zone out at the end of the day, then that is a huge indicator that your energy management strategy needs a lot of tweaking. You want to make sure that you have enough energy to have a life when you're done work that you have energy to have a life when you're done with your exercise routine. You always wanna make sure that you always have energy left over after you accomplish all the things that make up your day to day. My second tip for you today is that new goals require a new recovery process. And this is something we fail to recognize is when we're expending a little bit more energy than what we're used to, then we also need to do a little bit more by way of providing self-care and self-recovery as our energy and our cells gets expanded to you know more responsibilities and even if these goals are good for you you need to always have an alignment and i promise you if you take the time to think about how you approach your days even right now there's always a little bit of recovery that you provide yourself a little incentive that you give yourself for the energy that you expend now it might not be one-to-one -one, especially if you're someone who is in the habit of overextending yourself but all of us incorporate a little bit of self recovery so a recovery of some of the energy that we're expending on a day-to-day -day basis otherwise we would have a really rough time getting through the specific day and this could be a snack this could be scrolling through our phones which isn't the best way for self-recovery but a lot of us find self-recovery we find it soothing to be distracted but it's important that when it is the case that you have a new goal you establish in alignment with that new goal a new recovery process to try to gain and try to like reclaim some of the energy that you expended in accomplishing that goal and this is super super critical it's super super important that you maintain momentum and that you don't find that you're feeling depleted as you put your time and your energy in different spaces that's a fairly quick tip but like it's a super practical one right it's super practical one that sometimes we don't think about too much like we always think about how much we can give 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 but never really think about like how we can get back some of the energy that we're expending and it's very important that we think about equilibrium between energy management by way of how much energy we expend and then how we build strategies and build solutions that enable us to recoup some of the energy that we expended throughout the day. And so food for thought for you. I mean, you think about how you do that now and think about even how you can tweak your current recovery processes. If you find that you're always exhausted by the end of the day, it just means that you're not putting enough time towards recovery as it relates to the specific things that you're trying to accomplish throughout the day. Now my last tip for you today is as it relates to failures and we're going to talk more about failures in our second video this week but today I just want to say very at a high level when it comes to failures iterate and keep moving forward. So brush off the failure, iterate and move forward. So what do I mean by that? Like when it is the case that we had this sort of plan in place, we had a structure and we anticipated everything would go smoothly then something happens or you know we fail to accomplish a certain thing we often beat ourselves up and we go into a cycle that's not necessarily positive we spiral just a little bit I think that's because we have different attitudes that are fairly problematic towards failure and that's part of our social conditioning and that's part of the social conditioning that I really want to unravel here on my YouTube channel and across the different programs that I've built because failures are learning right like there's so many different ways that we learn and we assume learning happens in a formal setting 
within the four walls of an academic institution, but learning is something that life gives us an opportunity to do on a day-to-day, hour-by-hour, minute-by-minute basis. And a lot of the ways that life teaches us about just like the truths of existing is through failure. So it's very important that when we start something new, we recognize that the way we visualize it has blind spots. Anything that we haven't yet put our energy towards, that we haven't yet put into reality, we don't actually know how things are going to go in pursuit of those specific things until we start and we fail. And we're going to fail because we didn't really know how to approach it and how to navigate that setting accordingly. And we're learning as we go. Failure is the process of learning as you go. So you learn, oh, okay, this isn't the best way to approach it. You iterate, so you change your strategy, you change your approach just a little bit, and then you try again. And you keep doing this until you accomplish the thing that you're looking for, never beating yourself up because how could you know? It's a blind spot. How could you know that this thing would come up or that you would react this way or that this person would react that way? Like when you visualize something, there's a lot of missing information. And the best way to make sense of that missing information is as you navigate that trajectory, take account of the learning that stems from failure. So please, if there's anything that you can take from this video, like if you take Take nothing at all from this video. Take this one thing. Failure is learning. Failure is information that enables you to show up smarter, to show up more informed and better equipped to accomplish the things that lie ahead. So that's it for this topic. Before you sign off, definitely wanted to be sure to put it on your radar that we have launched our live events and we've published our thematic calendar so that you have a sense of the different events that are taking place per quarter. And we also have registration open for all the live events that we plan on hosting throughout the year. So if this topic was something that was appealing to you, then definitely be sure to check out our live events online. Our tickets are available for purchase online. So these events are paid events. We plan on going live via Facebook. This provides us with an opportunity to build solidarity, to create community as we cultivate the critical thinking, the life skills and the soft skills required to derive more fulfillment and meaning out of life. And why would we not take advantage of that opportunity? In any case, thank you so much for tuning in. Food for Thought for You. Put it on your radar. Check out the website. Join the game changer community, especially in 2022. We're growing. And honestly, I am so excited of what we're becoming. And it's interesting because our identity evolves with each person that participates. Our identity evolves with each person that interacts with us, that joins in. And I'm so excited that the evolution of our game changer community and the way that you plan on changing the game in your own personal life. So with that said, thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. We'll talk to you soon.